Welcome to another Level Up with Matt Rogers. I'm your host, Matt Rogers. With me, as always, the man with the master plan and the best cameras in the business, Eli Adelman. <laughs> What's up, buddy? How are you? Dude, I'm so good. Dude, what do you know really about good. gold, bro? Gold? Yeah, what do you know about gold? It's gold value. mining, the valuable. value? It's valuable. I don't know the current value of gold, but I know it's it's valuable. Uh, do you have any gold? Do you own any gold? I do own some gold. Do you? Um, I do. Nice. Um, how, how much and where is it buried? I mean, I love all this witty banner, but oh, I got to go gold mining. I know you guys, everybody loves it. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. We got the master gold man Dude. in the house. Todd Hoffman. Nobody, nobody cares if Eli has a little bit of gold. We know he has no gold. Everybody cares. And Eli does have a little bit of gold. That's right. Well, no, he doesn't. Uh, <laughs> You, okay, how, Eli, how much gold do you really have? How much gold do you really have? Um, I don't know. Be it, well, it's not in my house. So. <laughs> it's, Todd was right. Yeah, it no, no, I do have it. I don't know how much it is, though. Like, I don't know what, what it's worth because, like, I don't know the current value of gold. The weight? Yeah. The, I think it's like. Are you talking three. your wedding ring? No, <laughs> no. I've got a, I got a, uh, a silicone wedding ring. <laughs> All right. Let's so I, think, I think it's. Uh, oh, like, you're one of like, those guys. Like right. two and a half ounces or something like that. It's not a lot. All right, let me let me. How give do our, you expect? Hey, how do you expect your marriage to last with a silicone wedding ring? No. <laughs> I'm just saying. She has one too. Lock okay. that thing down with some gold and some diamonds, and then well, I mean we have those ones real. too. We have wait, show too. us your wedding ring, Todd. What is it? Solid gold with diamonds, yeah, dude. There it is. Look at him go. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, what do you guys think of my Kmart hat? It's freaking oh. legit, dude. It's very vintage and very current it's at the same vintage. time. super vintage. It's got the old foam. The thing that trips me out is it matches your beard because the last time I spoke with you, that thing was more brown than white. Well, now it's green because I've been trying to swim. <laughs> when you're fat, it's like it's hard to jog. It's not like you're going to see Todd jogging around the block, right? But <laughs> I can float around and go... You're you know, the freaking then best. My, then my white beard turns green. All right. Well, I, let me give you a proper intro for those of you watching right now. I'm introducing our guest today. He is a good friend of mine, and he is the gold master. He invented the show Gold Rush on Discovery Channel. It was his idea. We're going to talk about that. And now he's about to premiere on June 16th, season two of Hoffman Family Gold, the one and only gold man himself. Todd Hoffman is in the house, and you're back hey. in Oregon, right? I am uh, in Oregon. I do have a team up north. They're having a lot of issues flooding. The dozer motor blew up. I mean, just a lot of issues. So uh, pretty soon, though, the whole team will launch, and then we'll head up north and uh, start going at it hardcore. I mean, conversations you and I have had in the past, like you kind of gave me the unction that you wanted to mine year-round. You just didn't want to be tied to the summer in Alaska, like you've yeah. mined it in the United States too, right? I mean, I would love to actually mine in the winter in um, New Zealand. So I have some friends down there and I'd love to do that at some point, but I, I haven't quite figured that out yet. So Dude. we'll figure it out. Okay. So just going back, everybody knows the show Gold Rush. Um, and most, if not all my viewers know that I hosted a show called The Dirt, which is kind of like the after and the pre-show where I would sit down with the gold miners and talk about what happened on Gold Rush, what we were about to see, and kind of dive into intricately what it took to go into, like what happened. We recapped the episode. There was three primary miners at the time. There was Todd Hoffman, who's here with us now, Parker Schnabel, and Tony Beats. <coughs> um, Tony was always pretty cool with me. Parker, no. Not so much. He was a dick. <laughs> not not a fan. Yeah. And just, he was just, uh, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Todd, you know what, dude? It's treated like, me it's like gold. Like, it's like easy, like, because Parker, you know, has a reputation of not treating people well, right? So, but the thing is, you look at that and you're like, okay, I have to look at it as a Christian. And right. so like, I'm no better than Tony or Parker. Okay. Neither are you, Matt. No, like, I'm just so saying you, the way that you treated you me it. though. I know, but God, I mean, but like we always say, like you can't expect lost people to act saved. Right. Like, I mean, and you yeah. know, I'm not going to get into like a spiritual debate about, you know, Parker at all, but I could say that 
from a welcoming standpoint, like I came into their world, like they were already successful yeah. right. and yeah. the, everything like I came in as a guy, like it basically like, you know, Belichick stepping down when the Patriots had just won their sixth Super Bowl and a new head coach comes in, whatever. Not right. that I was equivalent to the head coach, but anyway, but what I'm trying to mm-hmm. say is I was walking into a very successful thing and Todd's the one who started it. And Todd really helped me and he treated me, you know, no pun intended, like gold yeah. and helped me out. Other people, not so much, but uh, speaks a lot to this man's character that right. brought me in. I don't know. Hey, I don't know if you know this, right? But mm-hmm. there is another talk show with Discovery Channel on deck. I don't know where it's at. Mm-hmm. You know how it is. It's hard getting a show on a main cable network, but... um. And your name is like uh, at the t- your name is on the list as uh, presenters again. So I'm not so sure. It should be. I'm the best. We're done. <laughs> it should be. I'm the freaking best. I'm genuinely you are, interested. You're very good at this. Okay, you're, I'm going to be honest with you. You're very good at it. I'll tell Thank you what. You. I knew that you and I were going to hit it off when I showed up. So we used to shoot the the dirt, and it was in what is it Washington D.C. Yep. Remember, you remember the, that family that owned the? They were super nice family yeah. that owned. Was the it like studio. Sky Studios, Skyrocket Studios, or something? Like the first when right when I came in, and you were standing there in your whitey tighties underwear. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> I've, I've knew, graduated I'm to like, Lululemon by now. <laughs> and then you walk out, and you're walking around the studio in your underwear, and I was like, "Me and this guy are going to get along just fine." <laughs> like. <laughs> I try look at I try not to why, let why was that? Because like I don't think we could get away with that nowadays, could we? No. Well dude, like look, you can't take yourself too seriously. Like I was no, genuinely was, happy to be there. And yeah, people that's what's so funny and people you're walking around in your underwear and it's like I don't think there's any rules against that. No. I don't think they can judge you for that, right? They can't. You had clothes on. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah, well, especially nowadays. It's like look at if you do things the wrong way, you're okay. But if you try to do things the right way, you'll get canceled. But yeah, know. but that's why here on Level Up, you don't have to worry about getting canceled. Do you remember the German lady Uta that used to do our makeup? Uta, you are oh, the one. Man. I loved Uta. She just freaking didn't know what to do with. You have your head and your hairline issue. I have a million issues, and she's really trying to work hard. And I just look at her and I go, "Hey." There's no hope for me, Uta. Just relax. You're getting paid. You know, clock the hours, right? You're you're fine. It's I don't have a hairline issue, do I? <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Dude, a lot of people don't know. Like I've been singing, right? And I probably have way more hits than you do on the online. But dude, people don't know that you were an American freaking idol. Yeah. Uh, do do people know that? Uh most people know that. It was a long time ago. I always say it was a lot of hair ago. I still I sing once in a while, but they do. But to the to capacity, like, dude, you ain't teasing. Every time you drop a song online, like, dude, you get streams and hits and clicks. Dude, and- I have. What's funny is my my fan base is like sixty five to seventy three year old ladies. Watch out! Speaking of walking around in your underwear, be careful, Todd. <laughs> what is a They're cougar? Coming. What is the next level above a cougar? Like, is there? Oh, that's a good question. A billy goat? I don't know. Dude. <laughs> you got a bunch of billy goats we, chasing you. Did we just get in trouble here? No. Hey, uh, there's some other level beyond a cougar. I'm thinking a cougar's probably in the ladies and the whatever. Now, we're beyond cougar. We're we're 70-year-old ladies, and they're like, don't you dare say something about Todd and his singing. They love you. I will knife you. I will... I will drive my sedan to your house. <laughs> Those are your billy goats. Todd, they, they love you. Dude, they do, look- man. I got some real protective elderly ladies that love love my music. I want to be honest. So let me ask you this. You are definitely one person that I love, and y'all can learn something from this man. He gets an idea, and he knows that he knows that he knows that it's going to happen. Like, he doesn't wonder, ah, I wonder if this is going to work. You get an idea and you go for it. So you went out, you started Gold Rush back in the day. And can I ask you why you weren't on Gold Rush 
in the latter part of the seasons, or are we not allowed to talk about that? Because well, you were the staple, and then have it you changed. ever have you ever have you ever seen those companies where they have like there's the older guy and he's getting paid too much, and they're kind of like mm-hmm. that could be or not. It could not be. <laughs> I'm not saying it is or isn't. Who knows? I, I got you. It's so, all hearsay. So but what you happened? What? You're getting tired too. Like they're tired of seeing us, and it's like sometimes you just got to take a break. And plus, you know, you're trying to raise your family, yeah. as you're going to see in Hoffman Family Gold, which is nuts. The first half, me and Hunter go. It's bad. It's like I don't know what's going to go in there. It's kind of scary. It's like head to head, man. Like action. So. I'm hoping that they don't ransack us with our faith and everything else. But, you know, I don't have control over the edit. Even though I'm executive producer, it doesn't mean that I am allowed to control the edit. I'm not, right? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so it's tricky. This first half of the season is going to be rough. The, uh, yeah, and then some really neat things that have happened in the show. It's never happened in Gold Rush. Plus, I think that our show is. I think Hoffman Family Gold is superior to Gold Rush. I Whoa! Remember. Yeah. It How is. so? I mean, it's like uh, I think Gold Rush is kind of, in my opinion, this is my personal opinion. I think it's kind of lost its way a little bit, and it's like I, I bring back like kind of an authentic journey. Um, not not that Gold Rush isn't awesome because it still is awesome. It's mm-hmm. just that. I think that the fans are going to watch our show and they're going to say, yeah, this is the reason why I started watching Gold Rush. I like that you said that. Right here. And I think you're going to see some of that. I think you're going to have to wade through some tough stuff like, you know, a father-son relationship. When you have a son that's kind of a wild animal, like, you know, I got two boys that are great, right? Mm -hmm. But they're different, right? One's... One's a little more uh, reserved. One's a little more wild. So, like, you know, you're going to watch a father go head-to-head with his wild son and on national TV, and it's scary because my son is for real doing a reality TV show. No Fs given. Mm. Like, he doesn't care. Like, he's going to – he feels it. He's going to throw it out there, which is, like, to be honest with you – that's truly reality TV. Right. So you're going to actually get, instead of like a staged tire blow or, a, you know, whatever. Oh, my God, my, you know, let's bring this uh, girl in from wherever and teach her how to, like, no, this is like for real. Like, so, real. so backing up, and what I was trying to say before that, which is fascinating, is that Gold Rush was very successful. You went away for a while. For you to come back and pitch a show like Hoffman Family Gold, nobody understands what an anomaly that is to get that on Discovery Channel. It is very it's, tough. It just doesn't happen. Yeah. And Number one, the budgets are less. Right. Let's just be honest that everybody has had to cut back. You had Discovery team up with Warner, which is like a great move, but it's like it's hard. Yep. You've seen them cut shows, movies, things like that. And here we are launching it. Um, we went from Raw TV, which is the British company, over to Pilgrim, which is Lionsgate, owned by Lionsgate. Mm-hmm. And so the strength of Pilgrim, plus, you know, I've had a, you know, I still maintain a good relationship with people at Discovery, even though, you know, they everybody kind of doesn't like people at certain times. They know that I, will go out and give my 100%. Like if right. I sign up to do a gold mining show, you're going to get gold mining. Like you're going to even if I go to the jungle and I'm losing every day I still went out there and lost like a champ, right? Yep. So um I think they know what they're going to get. They they trust me at my word and so they launched me again. Our Huge. ratings just season 1 just a half a season, our ratings were great. And then this season here, I honestly think we, if, if, if the marketing gets out there, cause people still don't know we're out there. I just, I just was in the Komatsu booth for the, the huge mine expo or con expo. And, uh, half the people didn't know I'm back on TV. So like, um, if we can get the word out, I mm-hmm. think it's going to be, 
uh, the very top show on the whole Discovery Network. I honestly believe we have that kind of gold, that kind of people, that kind of team. Um, so yeah, I think we're, I think we're going to be the top show on the whole network. And then, you know, that would be kind of a neat thing for everybody. So, Hopefully we get our talk show back. I'd love to to, yeah. to launch that again with you. Well, talk to me about that. So, I mean, like the fact that you got picked up for season two, which again, season two launches on June 16th in two days, right now it's Wednesday when we release this two days it uh season two launches i mean to get season two season one had to be pretty freaking decent yeah. in terms of ratings right it had to be really good you're, you're obviously up there over a million viewers per episode plus you're Dang. you know they call it the plus threes yep. so you're at 2.7 million within the first 72 hours and then we don't even know what it did in streaming right so so that's not bad that's good i mean you uh, pull a two seven table, that's when you great. when you add up the plus three, so like all the DVRs, like yeah. same day I'd hit one, 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 two. One's the number, right. man. Is it? Well, yeah. you tell me because you've. You, Sing it. I, I've been like out a little bit. Over, say, any, any, with cable, anything over six, seven hundred is like you're there, and you're pulling a one. That's great. One, 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 two. I'm teamed up with Freddie Dodge and Juan Ibarra, mm-hmm. which is awesome it's an awesome night um we'll be on at 9 p.m i think uh freddie and Warner at 10 it's, it's it's a double it's a it's a double whammy it's a really um i mean it's really good tv i i you know i don't know about being on in the summer i've always been on in october november right yeah so we'll see we'll see how that goes i think people are going to show up i think it's going to be a very big streaming play too though you know max is launched now you got hbo max and all of us are all teamed up in that and i think that that's actually been going very successfully um so hopefully uh together we can uh, keep keep this ball rolling but you know you never know you all know right. I've, yeah you know who knows so let me ask you specifically about the show you were talking about your son hunter uh, a little bit. I know that you're a man of faith. You and your wife love the Lord. Here's the golden question. So I also know how much you love TV, but you're never a guy that's going to compromise your faith or your belief to just make a good TV show. So with that being said, Hunter is now what? 22, 23. Yeah. He's 24. Okay. 20, so almost 24. How do you keep your faith while raising a 24 year old, which is hard enough in itself on top of that, you're a celebrity and everything is on TV. How do you do that? I don't know. And I don't know how, how it's going to look on TV because he comes in cause he's got his own camera crew with him. Right. He rolls in on me. Right. Wow. There's going to be, whereas normally I would defend myself or I would punch a guy out. Mm-hmm. This is your son. So like, and digitally, this is forever, right? So you're thinking to yourself, it's like you're questioning every answer. You want to say stuff back like, hey, you know, you didn't get up in dime or you, you know, like turn it into Orange County choppers, you know, but <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm going to take a lot of hits. I do. I really think I'm going to take a lot of hits and then the internet trolls are going to come rolling back in and like, you're the worst dad. You call yourself a Christian. Blah blah blah. Oh no! Oh, so, you'll get some of that. They're always the most trouble I've ever gotten was from the from the Christians. Like, right. I hate to say that because, but I'm not really here for those guys. I want guys that don't know God to know that some idiot that has problems with his son can try to work it out, and that I have to trust in the Lord because I'm not perfect i'm not good i'm no so i don't want anybody to think i'm the poster boy for the faith because i'm not i'm not the poster boy for the faith but my whole i am relying 100 on jesus christ and and being saved by grace and so i need god i need i mean if you look at my bills and look at what i gotta do to, to pull off a mining season nowadays it's like really tough 
really hard. So, and it's scary. It's scary. I think, and dude, and um, I know that most, if not, you know, the majority of our listeners are believers and, and, you know, faith-based, if you will. Why is it that when we come out of the closets as, as followers of Jesus or Christians, yeah, we're held to a different standard, but if we screw up, it's like the religious people are like, oh, well, they're not a Christian. I, I would never do that. And it's like, really, dude? You've never fought with your son. You really, your 24 year old has never said the F word, never yeah. did anything like really like you're that perfect. All you like, got to do is look at him and go. So you're telling me <laughs> you've never masturbated, <laughs> right? Never. <laughs> you've never, you didn't have premarital sex with your wife. <laughs> like, you know, these guys, they think they're like, Perfect. And well, your bi- hey, your, your Billy Goats, your seventy and over, actually haven't. But your mid fifties, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, there's. <laughs> I just am like, you know, I'm really not for there for. I am there to encourage people in their faith, but I'm there to encourage those guys that are on the fence, that are watching the world and realize that their kids are buried in their phones. They're they're relationship with their wife isn't where it needs to be Mm. and that they can look at me and say okay todd's going this direction and he's the same as me he's got issues with his family he's pushing forward issues with his wife but he's still pushing forward and his faith is in jesus christ it's not in a spiritual blah 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 it's in the bible and jesus christ and if i can do it Anybody can do it because I am saved by grace because I am imperfect, you know? And how about when you see a brother, a fellow believer struggling, going through something, instead of criticize or condemn, why don't you pray for him? Why don't you lift them up? What, uh, so can you give us some sort of a teaser yeah. of right now, currently maybe on the show, like what's the biggest struggle with you and Hunter? Like what happens? What are we going to see? Like, is it a, you know, I think he, you know, I think he wants to do things his own way. He thinks I don't, I'm not a good leader. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I don't know really everything happened. So what they put in the show, I have no idea. Even a bear runs in the camp. And it's like, <laughs> so everything that could, weird that could happen probably happens. And Are you so, nervous? Like, Are you nervous about what we're going to see? Not, you know, I'm going to be mining when the show's playing. So it'll be really nice to just can't turn off the internet a little bit. Mm. You just, have to be thick skinned. I mean, look at like me and Christo used to go head to head. Then mm-hmm. you came in and took over. People were on the internet. And then he, going, and then oh, he came and took so, it back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they were on the they're on the line. They're just ragging on you and ragging on you know who knows. It's like you got to have thick skin with this stuff, you know. I love. I mean, the the stuff that they say that they just they're getting a glimpse, so they don't really know. They don't really know, and if they really did, knew, like we would be best friends with them. Like they totally. don't they don't understand. Like like some guy, my two buddies were out at lunch the other day and some guy, I can't remember. I don't even know the guy. He's like, Oh yeah, that Todd, he's just a piece of, you know what? And they're like, dude, do you know Todd? He lives like 20 minutes from my house. He goes, no, but I had a cousin that once had a buddy that, uh, that guy's an a-hole. Like it's like, dude, you don't, they go, you don't know. You don't know. People look for reasons to hate. My buddies tell him to shut up. So like, you know, they just don't know us. All right. So, so here's, know us is to love us. Amen. Matt. Here's the telltale. And I don't know if you can tell me this or not, but what we're about to watch uh, in two days on Friday night is has already happened. So you're going to mine for season three. Really? Let's go. That's huge. Okay, hey, but so, how do you know that the cameras are with me? I could just be mining. Okay. Secondly, we don't know that yet. We don't know what they're going to announce. When. Okay. So we now know. that we're about to watch what already happened in life, how are you and Hunter now? Is it still a struggle or have we made peace or is if that a spoiler? If I tell you that, okay. will it detour from the show, Matt? You're That's- in show business. 
What do you think? Why don't you go to Eli? Where's Eli? On? <laughs> <laughs> Eli, where I got we? my answer. I will detour from the show. So yeah. maybe we're still fighting. Maybe we're fine. Maybe we made up. Maybe we didn't. Maybe I strangled the kid. Maybe he he's pretty good at jujitsu. Maybe he puts me in an actual chokehold. And I'm actually in a wheelchair right now. You don't know. I'm sitting here. You can only see from here my gut down. Maybe he's Eli. not in season three and it's just you. We don't know. How much do you have to pay, Eli? <laughs> Eli's the best, man. Because I can't afford a guy. It's just me, my dog. Eli's the best. I didn't even remember to take the vacuum. See that vacuum thing right there? <laughs> well, when you know, you know, when we, uh, when you have a big audience in how many countries are we in now? Uh, all of them. No. Are we? No, Buddy, a lot. You don't have a big audience. No. I don't know why you think that. Level up? <laughs> Who named it that? <laughs> How are you bagging on the name of our podcast just, that you're on? It's good, man. <laughs> How'd you come up with that? What do you want me to call it? Rogers Family Podcast? Like Hoffman Matt, Family Gold? Matt and Eli's Coffee Talk? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> We're changing right. it to Rogers Family Podcast. Um, Roger. <laughs> yeah. How? Okay. So going back to to your show, how did Hunter react when you said, "Hey, dude." we're doing another gold show. Was he like, yeah, dad, I'm in. Let's go gold mining again. Or was he like, screw you. And you had to convince him. Dude, we have so many mixed emotions somewhere along the line. I bagged on him in the show, which like damaged his psyche at some point. So we have good times, good memories, and we have bad memories. You know, you know, you got like half, half the world has actually stuck a knife in my back over the years. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So like, so, you know, you got good times and bad times. So it's like, yes, it's an opportunity. But then again, you know, he has other things going on in his life. And to be honest with you, a young man doesn't think about being on a cable show as that big a deal as you, as you and I would think, you know, right. like he's like, none of my friends watch cable. Like, you know, and you're like, well, <laughs> it's seriously, it's streaming too, you know? And it's so, uh, <laughs> the game has changed. Doesn't it get like, frustrating though sometimes? Like the way my kids talk to me and the things that I allow, my dad would never, I would never talk to my dad that way. Dude, and I know that you and Jack, that's what I'm saying. You and your dad are different than you and your son. Like, isn't oh, it's it totally different, man? It's totally different. I would have never, the stuff he says to me, I would never say it to Jack. Never. Like, there's no way. But like, then again, like it's a different world. And it's like, if I want to react with a, like a heavy fist and like all that, it's like, that's, that can be bad too. Right. So I don't know. You have to kind of, you have to kind of feather it with some wisdom on this stuff. So I don't know, dude, don't freak, stop getting parenting advice from me. Obviously I don't know what I'm doing. So stop, stop asking me those things. You're doing something know. right. And marital advice. Know. How long have you, you know been with Here's the deal. Hunter loves Jesus. Hudson loves Jesus. And my daughter, Olivia, loves Jesus. So it's like, they ask me, they're like, hey, dad, you know, uh, you know, maybe you shouldn't do that. You might die. And I'm like, hey, who says I don't want to die? I'm fine. As long as you guys, if I know that my family is going to serve Jesus, like, right, mm -hmm. I don't really care. Like, I'm good. I'm like ready to go. So, um, so don't try me. Like, I got you. I'll go out in a fiery crash with Jack. Well, you're going to yeah, need to look at whether you're a believer or not. If you're going to get in gold mining, you need some supernatural help because it is the freaking hardest thing on the planet. And you said this is going to bring us back. You know, Hoffman Family Gold is going to bring us back to more of the original content of what Gold yeah. Rush season it's, one was, it's, which was it's the best show on Discovery Channel. So and what, I know, and I know all the shows on Discovery Channel. I've been there for 13, 14 years. Mm -hmm. Created Gold Rush. I know what's in Gold Rush. I know what's in Gold Rush the last few years. I'm telling you right now, Hoffman Family Gold is the top show on this network. Whether it rates that way or not, I'm going to tell you right now. Eventually, it will. It, it, there's no getting around it when you do the things that we do on camera, and what happens? Mm -hmm. It's it is it is the best TV on the Discovery Network. How is Hoffman saying, Family Gold? I'm not saying it's as good as Pimple Popper. 
Hey, but how, how is Hoffman Family Gold different than Gold Rush? It's got it's got the family element in there, and it's got true father son strains and fixes and strains, and it's got where where a guy's going to stand back and go, "Oh my god, I'm dealing with that too." See, uh, this is fascinating because this is typically not Discovery's lane. They nope. just want to know where's the gold, how do you gold mine, and did you get gold? You're taking us down a different this, path. This is I'm taking us down a different path with the help of Pilgrim, which is which is Mike Nichols, who does Wicked Tuna, and these guys have never done a gold mining show, so they're relying on me a lot in the creative and how to do this and how even how to shoot this and things like that. And um, you got Matt out there too. I, I introduce you guys. Um. I call him checkers because um, he, I always looked at him and I said, dude, you're playing checkers and I'm playing chess. <laughs> so <laughs> Todd is he's in the field running the show and I think he's coming back. Hopefully, unless I've tortured him too much. Anyways, he, he did a good job and we're Throw actually putting... Uh, Eli's Eli's throwing me something. This is this is for you, Todd. How could Todd see it in uh, the camera? Yeah, that camera right there. All right, Eli oh, no. just texted this and sent it to me. It says sixty oh. countries suck it. That's from do Eli know, to Todd Hoffman. How? We are in hey. sixty countries. Suck it. There it is, Eli. Boom. Hey, hey, Eli. Yes, you have sir. A notepad there. Put it on notes. Um. <laughs> Our show is in 200 countries in 120 languages. Level up. Hey, <laughs> your your show is Level on up, Discovery Eli. Channel. We hey, we your started little, from the bottom. You now make, we're here. Whatever Matt's paying you right now, okay? Is what, below, what are you trying it's to do? Three levels below him? what we got cooking. Are you trying somebody? to steal him from me and send him to Alaska to gold mine with you? Uh, no, I don't. No, no, he doesn't want it. No, <laughs> um, no. Okay. So he's back your to your guy, man. He's we, your guy. We just had to enter that in here, but okay. So back to this. So this is really cool. You're showing us the family element, and you're including in gold mine. Now talk you need to me. A hug or something. What else can we say about you? That's God, can we lift you up a little bit right now? Me. You're in sixty countries. Yeah. We're, no, we're very happy. No, I don't need that. I want to talk to you about your show. I want to talk. How much gold do you get? In season in season one, where do we finish? Or was because like we got six hundred ounces, <coughs> which is probably one point one, one point two million. That's freaking huge. Now, but let me that's freaking huge compared to season one of Gold Rush, where just everything broke and freaking couldn't get a oh. nugget. Like like he, he knows his freaking stuff now. Yeah. Now, oh. one one thing that I did notice, I didn't really understand this when I was reading up on season two. It says you have a goal of a thousand ounces to pay a seven hundred and fifty thousand dollar debt that you owe. Is that true? I don't. I never read that on the ad. Is that what it says? Hold on. I don't want to. There's a lot mis- of things that are true. I don't want to mislead you. I don't know. I don't know. But if I have a lot more debt than. Going into a season, I it cost me. There a it lot. is. This is on OregonLive.com. In season two, Hoffman, who lives in Sandy, oh. and his crew returns to Alaska Mammoth Valley Mine, hoping to find one thousand ounces of gold, which can be used to pay off seven hundred and fifty thousand of debt, as the Discovery press release says. But there's some drama in the mix, and Todd says, "Blah blah blah blah." What does that yeah. mean? Like, I don't. You to be honest with you, I didn't do that press release, but I mean. 750 actually sounds low. So, so wait a um, minute. So you're doing this to pay off debt? It's probably adding up all of the leases and the, and the financial stuff and going out on the limb on the, uh, on the fuel. And, you know, like I, like I had that first season, it's like I owed Jack, he didn't ask for any payment. And like, I had to figure out how to pay my dad. Like, you know what I mean? So, so people don't understand tricky. this. It's like, not, no, they don't understand anything. You're oh, man, legit. Just shoveling tons of money at Todd. Right. It's like, 
it's so this not isn't, like that anymore. This isn't like, Todd got a TV show and everyone's making a bunch of money. Like, no, Todd's woo. an entrepreneur going on a limb, selling yeah. people to convince them to buy his show so that he can go out and get in debt to make a TV film to get it's, hated it's, on by trolls yeah. and hopefully give his dad a like, paycheck. It, it's almost not worth it. It's actually not worth it. But when you get an email from a person that says, you know, I was about ready to kill myself mm. and you encouraged me, I went to AA, I changed and I, now I'm in church and I'm back on track and I have my faith is back on track. So, okay. So who am I? Like if God's put me into this place to go on TV, to put my dirty laundry on the line, here you go. Here's the, you know, my relationship with my son isn't great. You know, my sometimes my wife and I get into it. All yeah. right, here's some more dirty laundry. Oh, I'm fat. All right. You know, I lean over and there's my crack showing. <laughs> uh, you know? Yeah, like, dude, I wouldn't. It's like, hey, let's put it online. But it's like, if I'm called to do that and some guy watches it that's ready to kill himself, and I swear I got... I'll look. I'll show you from my email box. I know. I remember you showed me. It's before. like, dude, you're get, you get the same stuff, and it's like, and guys are like encouraged. I've walked through so many people through deaths, and I still take it because if I pour my cup out, I, I'm praying that God will fill my cup back up. So it's like, even if I had to pay, and don't tell Discovery Channel this. Probably mm-hmm. they'll probably never see it anyways. <laughs> but if I had to pay to do it. I probably would have to do it if I knew for a fact that God said, go do it. Did God say go do this? Not get swallowed up by the, by the fish and spit out on the beach. I'm going to go ahead and go do it. So it's, you know what I mean? It's like, if I feel like God's wanting me to go in front of two points, you know, 200 countries instead of 60, right. And go explain my faith, right, Eli, <laughs> then I'm going to go do it, right? I'm going to go do it because there's people out there that might need encouragement, some some fat a-hole that's fighting with his kid, but he's going out to get gold. Like he's going, he's, he's on a treasure hunt. I'm going to crack open a beer and see if this fat kid can make it and so, get past it, $750,000 of debt. And like, you know, so like, I don't, I don't yeah, know, dude. Most, I think that's why people watch because most people wouldn't do it. Like, could you? I mean, it, everyone's like, "Oh, it'd be cool to be on TV," but like, reality TV, like they're filming every moment of, and you don't get to say, "Hey, don't use that shot. I don't look good in that angle." Or, "Hey, man, I really regret saying that to my wife." Or, "Dude, I missed it. I shouldn't have said that to my son." Now it's like, ah, too late. One point one yeah. million people are about to see it in two days. Sorry, yeah. bro. That's scary. There's not bro. many. That's why they kind of go through, and then you do reality TV. The real the reality TV star goes mentally bonkers. Mm-hmm. They throw them in the ditch and get another one. We're at the bottom of the barrel. The problem, the the thing is with me is I have good family, good support around me, and I used to house homeless people, so I'm actually uh, accustomed to having somebody spit on me. Right. Mm. So like when you come from the, when you come from a poor background and you're tough, it's like, how do you think I'm afraid of a TV executive or afraid of like <laughs> the, what I'm going to get on the internet? Not really. Like you have to come a little harder than that. Right. So do you ever if look I back? know that God wants me on the show, I'll do it. The minute that I feel like, Hey, our, our dirty laundry isn't helping. Mm-hmm. Our dirty laundry is actually getting other people dirty. Then we're done. And I literally don't care about TV. I, I really will go ahead and pull the plug, right? Have you ever looked back in the last 15 or so years and said, uh, we shouldn't have done this? Have you ever had those dark moments? Like, man, we really, I really screwed up. You know, I out of all the the different times I look back over and look at the, when I left the jungle, I, I, I have one line, one line that I wanted to say at the end of the jungle fiasco. Um, watch that. 
And then I, I, I really don't regret that, but I did regret how I, how I went about it. I almost had to fight a camera guy inside an airplane over the jungle. And I almost did it like, um, so like I've had, because you didn't want that to air. They did not want me to put one line in. They did. They wanted three different endings to let them choose. And I said, no, there's something I want to say about the ending of this year. It's been hard and I struggled through it. And I want that one line in there. And the thing is with raw TV is they, they always thought that the talent was stupid in a lot of ways. And so they wouldn't allow me to put certain things in there that I wanted in there. So like the cool part about being with Pilgrim is it's more of a collaborative effort together. Mm. Right. So I'm really in actually enjoying this with them. Um, even though we do have fights and, um, things like that and eat and sometimes they're right and I'm wrong. Right. So, yeah. Um, Christo and I used to, you know, go around and around. Sometimes he was right. And sometimes he was wrong, you know, but, um, I just want to make sure that I will put my dirty laundry on the line. If I know it's going to help the kingdom beyond that, I will not do it anymore. I don't want to do it. The money's not good enough to do it. So like, um, but the fame allows you to reach people in such a way that and and I know it works because um, I get a lot of letters from people that are like, you know what this chain that I, I, I identify where you're at. I appreciate you saying that. Right. And then I answer people. I talk to people all the time. Absolutely. And it's hard because some people are like, Oh, you don't answer me, but I can't get to everybody. But a lot of people, if I feel like God's, wants me to talk to him. I mean, I'm free. I got friends out there that I'd never met before been friends with them for 10 years, walked with them through the death of their wife or the death of their father. And I'm just kind of that other ear out there that can help them through. Sometimes you can, all you can do is alleviate somebody's pain in this world. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can't fix anything, but maybe you can just walk with them through some tough stuff. And that's enough, you know? That's cool, man. And you said something there. You said the money's not enough. But like 20 minutes ago, you said season one, you got $1.1 million. Like, how? what does that mean? Because a lot of people don't understand. Like, just because I mine a million dollars in gold, how are you still in debt? Like, can you explain that? Well, a lot of that was to the mine owner because I was trying to save his rear end. And if you look at what he, where he had it, he had his mind all screwed up because he's not a gold miner. He's a financial guy mm-hmm. and he's a friend of mine, you know? And so it's like, we kind of came in to kind of bail him out. So I didn't see a lot of that. And, um, you know, but that changes as we go this, this year here, what you're going to see is, can we try to take it to the next level? And then season three, we would obviously go up from there. And you got to get into those those areas where you're in the thousands of ounces to make it work, right? Mm-hmm. But if you see where the world's going, it's like I believe even more in gold now than I did then. Tell me why, because 08, what, what, what some people might not know about you, especially our listeners, is Gold Rush started kind of by accident because you were doing a show on prepping, like being a prepper 15 years ago well, when, when that wanted, wasn't cool. They wanted... Raw TV wanted to find a show on prepping. Whereas what's prepping really for, know, for people that don't know what's, what's a prepper mean? What, a what prepper is, is like somebody who believes the world's going to crash and you're getting ready for the apocalypse, man, which is food, ammo, um, you know, your location where you're at. The problem is anybody that's really a survivalist, Mm-hmm. isn't going to shoot a TV show. Right. If you're truly, a, if you're not, they'll put you, you go ahead and watch one on TV. That guy's not real. Right. right? So are so, you a prepper or no? Cause you're on TV. And I you can't kind of, confirm or deny any of these things. What can you tell us? And I'm not asking you to tell me how many uh, guns you have, but I am asking you to tell me how much gold do you have stored there away? There might be a bucket, a five gallon bucket. Uh-huh that is freeze dried like chili 
mm-hmm. with all kinds of lentils and things in it with my face on it. That is, I'm neither going to confirm or deny that. How long but, would that bucket last you if? Let's just say everything. if you're eating a bucket of food with me and Jack's face on the label, things didn't go very good for you. Okay. Cause it's, that's just, just <laughs> your plan isn't working. That means you're at the last resort and that is you're eating my food. Okay. So yep. now how, do I make a lot of money on that? No, you don't. And I don't really care that much on that stuff, but is the dollar getting, is, is the dollar going to crash? 100%. Yes, I believe that. Now, that scares a lot of people because we don't really know what that looks like. Okay. Mm-hmm. Whatever you're paying Eli, it's not going to be enough, is what I'm trying to tell you. Right. Okay. So I believe in gold and I believe in silver and I believe in things like that. Bitcoin's pretty cool and pretty interesting, but I believe the Chinese could outlaw it again. And I believe that um, I think you're going to look at the precious metals. If you look at the first quarter of 2023, you're watching central banks buy gold and it, the charts like this, it's like going like this and then it's going like this. Well, why are all the central banks buying up gold and why are they not buying up Bitcoin? Right. Mm-hmm. So um I think we got a catastrophic thing coming and I could be wrong. Let's pray that I am wrong and I'm okay. If I'm wrong, that's good. Um, but, uh, being involved in gold and precious metals and things of that nature might be really crucial moving forward for your portfolio. Now I'm not giving financial advice because I want to get sued by anybody. Um, these are all my personal thoughts and that's why, I'm involved in gold mining and everything around gold mining. So, uh, your personal thoughts of, okay, so I'm going to get personal with myself too. Like I have a safe with, uh, you know, some ammo guns. It's not in a little bit. Where of cash. is that? Where is it at? In, Dude, in, don't say that stuff. Why? Well, then I'm going to edit it out. Why'd you ask me if you didn't want me to give you an answer? Why would you say it's in, it's in Eli's house. <laughs> All right, we're gonna edit that part out, Eli. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What are you doing? Are you trying, are you trying to become a target, a soft target? Trust me, you're a soft target. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what now I'm me? getting at with my question. Now me, I'm a hard target. Okay. <laughs> Why are you a hard target? And I'm a soft target, dude. You gotta you gotta go through layers and levels to get in. It's going to be bad. You're going to, you better come, you better come prepared. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Let's move on. Eli. So your no. safe with your gold is in Eli's house right. in Nashville. In no. Franklin. Okay. So I do. Here's what, here's what I want to know. I'm trying to get somewhere with this before, before we let you go. And then we'll tie it off with the show at the level end. Level up and level up with me. Let's do this. Okay. I want to know what it looks like in your mind because 15 years ago you were prepping to where people were like, ah, that's just, you know, it's conspiracy theory, this and that. Well, dude, now you look at today, it's kind of like, yeah, he might be onto something. Like, things are changing now. Like, how much has it changed for you in 15 years in terms of like, dude, the dollar's going to crash. We need to get ready, have our own food, our own gold, our own cash. Like, what's the latest and what it's got it's what i thought was going to happen after lehman brothers and all that is slowly happening now and that is when you print i mean go in there and watch the videos the fed just says we just go ahead and create we create money with a computer so like okay so you can just print money out of thin air to start to pay for your debt instead of reducing the debt in the United States, they're just printing more money and adding more debt. Well, at the end of that is something very bad 
when is that the can gonna when when can you not kick the can down the road anymore i don't know right so i'm not an expert we've never and people go well i went through this before no you haven't okay you have not gone through a systemic 100 dollar crash and that means that the world says that we do not want to use the the dollar as the world's currency reserve currency and uh, we're going to go to this other currency that is backed maybe 20 or 30 percent with gold, which is what Russia, China, and all these guys are trying to put together. Now, I don't know. I don't right. know. We could be old people, but as you know, you go into the store, look at people's faces, look at people that are on low income, look at their faces when they're buying. You don't get half of what you used to get at the store. Well, that's inflation on you know, goods and services, they're acting as if, oh, we got inflation under control. Well, all right, go try to buy your kid some college or uh, go go try to buy a truck or go try to, you know, buy some of these things that you always need. And and now you got to be selective because it's, it's getting to that point. And so the people that take it serious, like me, are going to be fine. The people that get caught like i can't believe this is happening right now they're all going to want to get together and talk about it but it's like i don't know what it looks like i'm not an expert in this in anything Mm -hmm. but i do feel like you can't you got to balance your checkbook and the united states has not done that and i'm not trying to get republican and democrat the republicans done it too right well, they've okay. all done it. They've so, all done it. Look at Lindsey Graham. He's like the other day he says, man, that's the best money we ever spent sending all that money to Ukraine. So I don't care how you feel about that war. That's billions of our tax dollars that you and I work hard for is sent over there to kill people. So whether you agree or not, I don't care. But our tax dollars have gone over to a different country. We have homeless running around. But you should see my town. It, you should see Portland now. It used to be, it used to be voted like it always voted in the top ten most beautiful places. Raise your family, if I remember right. Yep. You know, beautiful city, right? It's not anymore, right? Um, so why don't we worry about some of our own things and our, you know, and all these things instead of trying to, you know, uh, go and fix the rest of the world we're a mess i'm with you home last question last question and then we'll finish on the show and i'm going to relaunch your premiere with an announcement june 16th hoffman family gold uh last question about this though with that conspiracy if you will or the rumor if you will that all of these elected officials are now going to satellite phones and get ready for this big power grid out i know you've heard this what are your thoughts on that? And basically, what is that? What does that mean? You mean, you mean uh, why would they go to their cell phones just so they can't get recorded? No, like everyone's getting these satellite phones because they're saying that this oh. major power, not just power outage, but a power shutdown, like a grid. So, so here's, what, here's the hilarious part about that. Mm-hmm. The Chinese already have satellites up there that can launch items out of their satellite to literally destroy all of our satellites that's the word (laughs) so what are you going to use your satellite phone for i mean (laughs) like when all the satellites are gone what are you going to do then it's crazy what's your backup plan on that eli (laughs) uh smoke signals (laughs) carrier pigeon Come on out here, Eli. We need to take a look at you. <laughs> does hey? Does uh? Be honest. Be honest. There's some some ladies that want to see what Eli looks like. Uh, Eli is the man. Eli is the man with the master plan. He uh, right. you you got your camera on, yeah, right? People see, yeah. People see the golden camera beard. on, dude. Stop hiding in the shadow. No, he's just not on your camera, yeah. but he's on the oh. camera. He's on our does satellite. Camera. A, does he cut a overdo himself sometimes? No, he sometimes. looks great. Sometimes we get sixty there. countries love him. Yeah. <laughs> There's a hundred and forty extra ones that don't, never heard of you. There's, actually, there's only actually 195 <laughs> countries, sir. <laughs> you need to get in 200 countries in 120 languages. That's Discovery Channel. That's the power. 
definitely want of to Discovery Channel, boys. <laughs> they make up That's five a new level countries. Up. That's a level up. The Eli power of right Discovery there. Channel is they can make five new countries. That's right. <laughs> yeah. um, Discover five new countries. They've probably, they've probably made some of those themselves. Okay. All right. So Hoffman Family Gold Season 2 premieres in two days on June 16th. Spoiler alert. Tell us one more time. Why would we watch it? What can we expect? Because it does sound like a season three is already brewing. I don't want to give anything away, but you are. It's. I think it's gonna. It's the best show on the Discovery Channel. Go ahead and make your own opinion, but just watch it and let me know. And, and I think it's a level up. I do. And watch it, and on any streaming platform or Todd's Twitter comment that you like it, love it, or hate it. And either way, whether you love it or hate it, how he needs to bring Matt Rogers back to level it up and make it even what, better. What are you wearing? That's this little t-shirt you got on. Oh, this is this a hooded t-shirt? sweatshirt. And this is my brand, Bring Heaven, because that's what I do. I bring heaven everywhere I go. You, Don't you feel you better being on this? You kind of do. You kind of are a bright light wherever you go. That's, I, I just want to let you know that. You have that's to admit, cool this, this has been one of your favorite interviews that you've ever done, because you've done thousands. Oh. It's all right. I feel like I'm dragging it along. <laughs> what uh, <laughs> What are you... Uh, uh, what's going on? You won some award at Heartland. What is the deal? What's that? Oh, that's my payroll company. I win awards every year. I just, you know, okay. all we do is win, like DJ Khalid. You know oh, wow. That's cool. <laughs> now, now, tell me about your kids real quick. What do you uh, got? No, thank you. you. got? I got a 17-year-old and a 15-year-old boy. So when you say that you fight with your sons, uh, I I might be one of the people that reach out to you and say, Todd, thank you. Don't don't get any advice from me. <laughs> I'm not giving you. I'm not good at that. And then I got an eight year old <laughs> daughter that's going on seventeen. And how's she doing? She had uh, a one year old baby. She had the breathing uh, disease that was really scary. Yeah, uh, three of my four kids were diagnosed with cystic fibrosis at birth. Oh, wow. So we definitely know what it's like to have challenging times. My wife is an absolute freaking beast. Uh, she did not sign up to be a full-time nurse, but uh, as life would have it, she's got to do what she has to do. But again, above all else, our kids are healthy. They're phenomenal. They are thriving. And mm-hmm. uh, quite a drastic switch in the last 15 years from what we thought was going to happen to wow. where God has them now. So it's good. We're, tell me about the Titans. Are you working with them anymore? Appreciate you asking me about the family. I feel yeah. like you got let go. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I get let go? <laughs> I don't know. I he's don't so negative. It. Dude, what happened? I think he's given me one compliment we in like 25 days. Yep. We hey. all voted to get you in there. Make me three ghost Twitter accounts because I'm going to do negative tweets for Todd or Bring How it could on, you? Dude. You have no idea. <laughs> uh, so no, I'm tell going, me what you do for the Titans and tell me what's going on. I'm going into my third season with the Tennessee Titans as the oh PA announcer God. in Nissan Stadium for Titans games, and it's going very well because I get graded off of crowd engagement, and we have you really are. moved the needle from, yeah. you know, a loud audience to where, you know, Jeffrey Simmons, so what Derek do you Henry, do? Do you get in between like guys, get it on. Like, yeah, that's the hardest defense. part because when you come to a Titans game, especially if we're playing someone like the Kansas city chiefs, right? 30% of the crowd is chiefs fans. So they get pretty loud. God forbid we play the freaking Steelers or the Thursday night football game last year, the Cowboys, yeah, There's more right. Cowboy fans than Titans fans, so I have to fire up the Titans fans to get them louder than the other fans. And oh, when geez. I go, when you go to a Patriots game or when I went to a Bucks game, dude, those PA announcers have it easy because all they got to do is first and 10 on the 25. And they don't have to say, all right, Tampa fans, let's get loud. They don't got to do that because they already yeah. are. I have to be like, Titans fans, let's get loud. Like, I got to do a bunch of stuff to get them hype wow. and it's going well what uh what um what see what when does it start game one home game is sunday september 17th against the oh la chargers i Why, feel like every game is a not, revenge how game. come we've never been invited over there to a game can you get a free ticket here and there free no but i'll buy you a ticket no i'm not buying tickets we're celebrity passes can you, can can you get, get me some free golden nuggets when you mind them 
Yeah. <laughs> For free? Oh. By the way, um nothing's free, Matt. You I know, know what I mean? Um for some hugs, I'll give you some. I'm drawing a blank. Uh, who's the guy that comes on after you? Your your buddy. Freddie? Freddie, Freddie Dodge. Dodge. Freddie yeah. Dodge is the only one that gave me gold out of all you guys. Wow. Oh, Freddie Dodge. Crap. I promise. Freddie Dodge no gave me some two nice golden nuggets that are probably worth, you know, a few hundred bucks. Wow. Should have had him on the podcast. Wow, dude. <laughs> <laughs> get him, you, Eli. If you get me tight some Titan tickets, then we'll I'll give you nuggets. All right. Or tickets. Deal. Okay. It's an even swell. <laughs> Thank you so much, right. Todd Hoffman, for coming on. Make sure you guys watch Hoffman Family Gold in two days, Friday night, June 16th. It is the season two premiere. And then create Twitter accounts where you can bag on Todd Hoffman. Mm. Tell him what an awesome father he is and how he inspires you. See what I did there? I kind of just, I, you know, tell him that there's only 195 countries. There's actually not 200 countries. And we're in 60 of them because of you. Thank you so much. Make sure you like, subscribe, and share. And make sure you tweet Todd Hoffman in two nights for Hoffman Family Gold on Discovery Channel, June 16th. Thank you so much. This has been another episode of Level Up.